0: I'm not music. news. No! It's it's just the good stuff, baby.
1: Hey everyone, welcome to episode 199 of Radish. Sorry, this is the first time I've said that out loud, so it's 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 just now hitting me. Um wow, we're almost at 200. I know. Maybe we should stop after the next one. <laughs> Even two hundred,
0: we should plan something, huh?
1: And we should we should try something. I don't take know. like a week off and think of something.
0: Yeah, maybe, maybe for the episode two hundred, we review the movie three hundred. Ah, <laughs> but only the Is first there a movie with of the it. word two hundred in it. Two hundred leagues Odyssey? under the sea. That's
1: not far enough. <laughs> Damn. Episode twenty thousand. We're getting attacked <laughs> by a tuna.
0: Captain uh, Nemo 200 movie not a lot <laughs> There's a movie here called 200 degrees about a man who's sealed inside an industrial kiln. I'm not sure I want to watch this.
1: <laughs> that sounds fun
0: gonna... Well, in either case,
1: it's episode 200. No, it's not episode it's Now episode 200. Surprise. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> uh no, it's it's still episode 199. Uh, I am your host and curator this week. I don't we do it every week and yet immediately leaves my mind what our, our superlatives
0: are. Uh, uh, we are just as surprised as you.
1: We <laughs> are. <laughs> this is a hundred and shon Sean. DeSean. I think that works. <laughs> uh I'm gonna go with it.
0: Uh I'm Will Fett. I'm if if Peach put on my super crown, she would just get like Kind of anxious and like not be good at swimming. <laughs> <laughs> Is that true? My two characteristics. I'm not I'm not a great swimmer, no. Well, I have been a scepter my entire life. Can, can I never, you swim, though?
2: Like, if we little. dropped you in the middle of the pool, can you make it to the end without someone having to jump in and help you? Yeah. Okay. Ocean?
0: Probably.
1: Okay. All right. I'm trying to well, remember I, 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 that's what's I, important. I, Haven't you competed can, in a triathlon for survival?
0: No. I can't no. I can't swim any sort of like competitive distance.
1: Mm. I'm trying to figure out if we ever got like a, a pool before.
0: No. I've <laughs> engineered that. <laughs> no pool parties.
1: Did you was it you just never got lessons as a kid or
0: No, I could I could never breathe cuz I had like a really bad like sign oh, of breath. Oh, that's right. So I never learned like I never like got good at breathing while swimming, so I can I can swim like I can you like breathe you know, out. Like I, I can, right, right? Right? I can like <laughs> coast up, get a couple breaths, and then keep going. But I can't like, I can't do like the the flip turn or the the well, breathe, breathe while you're stroking. Turn.
1: What's up? Well, I can't do the flip turn. I
0: feel like you could. I, can for, I, I get dizzy. <laughs> <laughs> Um,
1: I am uh, 199 episodes in and uh, a decade of friendship learning more about Will. This is great.
0: We're gonna go to a pool for 200 and just like (laughs) podcast from the pool. I'm gonna throw
1: one of those rubber torpedoes to the bottom of the pool and be like, get it.
0: (laughs) Do one of those. I can do a front flip flip, though on diving board, so watch out.
2: (laughs) Oh, that's fine. Let do one of those, like, navy drops from a helicopter into, like, the <laughs> middle of a lake and have you swim out of that. That's what I want to see.
0: Like, I get pool. dropped like a fish. Off. <laughs> when they shoot the fish out of the plane tank. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: I'm Tyler, the Christian gamer, bringing me him back. It's, it's the holiest of weeks, right? We had Easter Monday. And uh, Let's tomorrow, let Tyler. me say, Let's... we're lifting... We're lifting his name on high, if you know what I mean.
1: Holy week was last uh, the week. The real
2: <laughs> the real No, this is the cap of Holy Week. No,
1: it's we the, had it's
0: Easter Monday. Now we have <laughs>
1: it's <not> Easter Monday.
0: <laughs> Keep going. What's up? And, man? Easter, it's the Monday after Easter, it's Easter Monday. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. Easter Monday. And Hash Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> reading Exodus 420, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, God. The Lord the Lord passed Moses that burning bush. You've got,
1: <laughs> you got so many of these!
0: Dab I'm oil you on, on <X2> your Exodus forehead. Right now. <laughs> he just takes the ash and draws like the little pot leaf.
1: <laughs> and Moses took his wife and his sons and set them upon an ass, and he refer- returned to the land of <laughs> Egypt. <laughs> <laughs> and he returns to that's Levit- the land Moses, Moses. Okay. And Moses took the rod. Oh. And Moses took the rod
0: of God in his hand. All right. There's a lot going on there. <laughs> that's <laughs> the King James. Episode 200 right? is going to be unpacky. We now unpack Bible verses. This is Radish <laughs> Bible study. <laughs> this week, folks,
1: uh we have got a new story. Did we already do one from the West? I forget. It's West of us. if for some of us it's right down the road. Um Brilliant. we're also talking about something and uh <laughs> <laughs> we never made a decision. I hope. What good stuff we're talking about. Uh for the show and tell today, I'm going to be guiding you through the rise and fall of record store day. Uh this is a, a special a day uh, near and dear to my heart, not only because it's the industry I work in, but also because it's one I've been celebrating for the past, god, uh, maybe ten years or so. Um, and I'm just gonna take as you long through as it. Known me, <laughs> and then <laughs> longer than that. And uh for the final segment this week, we're gonna be kind of branching out from the record store day idea, and we're gonna be coming up with exclusives, or as I have them called exclusies, that we'd wait outside, that we'd you know potentially fight someone for outside of a line of a shop um, or something that we'd be like I'm going to buy that obvious flippers price for it. Um, in any case this is Radish and now to Arizona where Tyler just got his driver's license.
2: Yay!
0: How was it? Did you parallel a park?
2: <laughs> I hit a guy and they still gave it to me.
1: Arizona. <laughs> Not with the car. What did you pass chance. your
0: driver's test with? What was your driver test score? Do you know? Uh it was I barely passed. I was a 71.
1: Like, what
0: <laughs> yeah. I just
1: I, I remember I didn't do well with the parallel parking, but I don't remember my score. I All parallel
2: parked. Park. I did something I just did a boneheaded move and like jumped out like into the other lane to get into a turn lane or something. Oh. I you got you, Moxie. I've only been in like two car accidents, so <laughs> I think that I've been fine.
1: Correction. I parallel parked fine. It was backing into a spot that I had trouble with. And guess what I reverse do? Reverse parking. Every time now, I do it all the time. I love reverse parking. I will stand what? reverse parking absolutely.
0: What the hell's wrong
1: with you? Yeah, I know. I don't respect it, a single reverse in, parker. I put in the. Well, why extra do you got to get out of there
2: so fast?
1: I, yeah. Exactly. I put in the extra the kiss work, boys. I pretty weird, so I can leave even easier. Mm. It's great,
2: but yeah, I got my driver's license, yet, but, so <laughs> uh, in six months I could drive one of you to the movies, and then in a year <laughs> I could drive both of you.
0: I can't wait for the, for the year to be up because I know Sean's getting that six-month spot.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> we can go see X Two X Men United that way.
1: <laughs> didn't get my driver's license in two thousand two. <laughs> in other words. Uh, a, ha- a hungry javelina gets stuck in a car and goes for a ride in Arizona. I, yeah. I think a javelina. What is it's a Tyler's going to guide us through a javelina in a moment, but I just want to say um, there's a javelina who got trapped inside of an empty Subaru uh, because it saw a packet of Cheetos and it got through the back door, got trapped in the car somehow threw the car into neutral, and then was able to. I guess not drive, but uh goes for a little joy ride. Um Been there. Yeah. And the, the deputy opened the hatch and the javelina was able to run back into the wilderness. Such beautiful the riding, days.
0: Yeah. He got to eat Cheetos, he got to drive a car, he got to look at a police car. Like this is like <laughs> a good day for like a six year old.
2: Yeah. I'm surprised. Such a fire truck. I'm surprised <laughs> is, the, that the like, cops let him off. But then again, pigs helping pigs. Am I right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> the car didn't even like damage any other cars. Like this, the owner of the Subaru is like, eh, a pig drove it once." Mm. How wild! I bet that that
2: person had a thin blue line flag on their car. That's why they let the pig get away with it. Uh, let me tell you guys something about javelinas. They are a nuisance here in uh, Arizona. They roll around in packs of like 6 to 12, and they just go around fucking shit up. Um, <laughs> they, uh, I actually, funnily enough, I saw a pack of javelina yesterday come through uh, my parents' backyard. And um, they actually came like really, really close. They're really cool. They look like little pigs. But they're actually not pigs, believe it or not. Oh. They are pe- peccaries. Uh, funny word, but that's what they are, peccaries. Uh, they, they're they not related to the pigs that we eat at all. The pigs that we eat come from Europe. These have been here. This is their neighborhood and has been their neighborhood for a long-ass time. <laughs> and if you'd believe it, they don't taste like actual pigs. If you had a javelina, it actually, according to a Redditor, tastes more akin to a rat than it does a pig. Okay, I have some so, follow-up questions to this Redditor. Yeah, he, he,
1: <laughs> he did you dive more into this Redditor's common history?
2: No, I, I didn't, but he did make a preface. He or she uh, made a preface, preface saying that uh, um, you guys would probably never taste this to corroborate it, but um, I guess they've tasted both, both rat and uh, javelina before. Because I was curious. I was like, hell, I'd try javelina. It's just probably like a gamier pig, but nope. Apparently it, it tastes so gamey it's inedible.
0: Apparently okay. boar is pretty pretty tasty. Interesting. Uh
1: y'all know me, I've been, it's boar I've been tasty. If it's inexpensive and provided ethically, I'll try anything. Mm. As long as it's not squash.
2: Okay, so let me pose you this question while Will's looking at boars. Uh, I found another Reddit post this week about a person who was involved in an accident and had to get one of their limbs amputated, and they were able to keep the amputated limb. Okay. So they had one of their chef friends prepare the limb and invited all of their friends to come over and eat it. Um, I think we know Sean's they, on they, board. They made we like, know Sean's okay with this. Would first, let me ask: Would, would you guys eat human if it was ethical? We if talked about was, the song. holy holy shit. Yeah, I'm like now, just now like getting memories that we've talked about this before. Nearly yeah, I think it was John, like
1: 197 episodes ago. I I opened with it. Yeah, it was like <laughs> But yeah, if it was provided ethically, I'd give it a shot. There's a that movie that released earlier this year with uh, Daisy Edgar-Jones and Sebastian Stan. Its name escapes me. Uh Fresh it was called. It was on Hulu. And spoiler alert, it's about uh cannibalism and Similar to Hannibal, Sebastian Stan's character prepares human in a very, like, fancy, like, fashion that, like, apparently very much respects or brings out the best in the meat. And I watched him, like, it's like, yeah, I guess, like, I I don't, I, he certainly wasn't ethically sourcing those people, but. Sweet Todd shit.
2: But yeah, that, that brings up the question that I was thinking about. Originally, I, I was like, you know, I'd try it if it was like disguised really well as like, you know, like good, like taco meat or something like that. And I could eat it that way. But I, I, I think you're right that it has to be prepared in a way that you're going to taste the most human essence. Right. I, I feel like I wouldn't eat it if it was a slab, just like a
1: ribeye sitting in front no. of me, barely seasoned. I don't I think, think, I think, think I could I stomach do it, it but like- maybe that's the best way. I don't even think I would go for like ground beef or like any kind of like like sauce, or like carnita style. Like I, I think it would have to like be prepared, like I said, like Hannibal Lecter style, just like four star meal, um, hmm. and just like really, you know, someone who knew that what they were doing with the flavor profile, and I also knew that the meat was coming from somewhere ethical.
0: But I don't trust the person who knows what they're doing with the human arm meat. <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: true. I mean, I, I wouldn't walk to my car alone,
0: but I'd still eat their food. Yeah. I, I'd probably trust them more than anybody. I wouldn't do it, not for ethical reasons, but because I feel like there's better uses for my severed arm. <laughs> I would keep it frozen in milk until the technology advanced enough to sew it back on. Why milk? <laughs> That's what bones, you keep bones yeah. in Like the teeth, You're to put your teeth, teeth falls out, you put it in milk forever keep keep it no i don't know well until until technology catches up i'm saying i think if i just left it in wet milk it wouldn't be good but i think if i froze it in milk that would probably enough
1: okay i get that
0: frozen in a block of milk seems like the best way to preserve a limb and i could do that and then if they said hey by the way uh not gonna happen. We can't put it back on. I would say, "Hey, buddy, go get something out of the freezer for me and scare him."
2: I'm just, I'm just <laughs> realizing we, we right should there. for for a 200th
0: episode. We should get a biologist
2: on and just ask them questions like this. If we had our arm severed and froze it in milk, would it keep? And for can we, uh... can we Do find we know a any doctor biologists? on
1: Fiverr? My brother is going uh, into medical school, but he hasn't yet gone through medical school. This podcast will not last another eight years. However
2: long
0: medical school is going to take. That's fair. Um, here's someone on Fiverr who says I will review and proofread your medical and healthcare content. <laughs> I think this person. So if we send him an email saying, "Can you proofread what we say on a podcast live while we're saying it?" Uh, I will write medical and health articles and blogs as a doctor. I don't like how they phrase this. This sounds like <laughs> as a doctor, and it's $10. This doesn't seem like no a well, doctor. Inflation. God. I will, it sounds like $5 I will, before the pandemic. There's a lot of people on Fiverr who will dress up like a doctor and give a statement, is what I'm saying. <laughs> there's... There's at least That's five terrifying. on the front page here of someone who will, I will write medical articles and health blogs as a doctor. Um, Don't answer this live. DM me afterwards.
2: Anybody there saying they'll write a prescription.
0: Um, I'll DM you. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> Here's a person who will write a pharmaceutical research study for $20. God damn. And has nine reviews. <laughs>
1: All of them from Moderna, Pfizer,
0: Johnson and Johnson. Oh no! Yeah, Yeah, Moderna responded to this one. Great, quick turnaround. (laughs) Three three day turnaround. You get one revision, seven hundred words. Kept quiet Uh, about the hair up any pharmaceuticals. (laughs) That's great. Sorry. Uh, this javelina had a great day, and I'm happy for him.
1: Yeah, yeah. good
0: for Mr. to have Javelina, Havelina. Mr. Bob Javelina.
1: Tyler, I hope you keep your the back of your car open with Cheetos, uh, so we can soon have our own javelina. You know, the Cheetos are already there. They've been there. I just need to open the back. I've got uh, currently Havelina. in the back javelina trap. <laughs> Do you think a, a javelina would be uh, excited to find a, a frozen arm and uh, milk uh, in the back of a car? Would it hijack a car for that? <laughs>
2: So I think it's main agrees, diet. To find that. It's main diet's prickly pear. So I would say yes. <laughs> Look it up. It's main diet's prickly pear. The fictional fruit from the Bear Necessity song. It is not <laughs> fictional. It exists, and that is the main food source for javelinas. What also, kind what of parrot <laughs> prickly pear? <laughs> <laughs>
1: What's so funny? <laughs> you had an extra syllable that sounds like it's coming from the Bear Necessities song.
2: It's <laughs> <laughs> probably because that's where I first learned about prickly pears.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Prickly pear. Prickly pears. All right. What kind of uh, good stuff have you guys got this week? All right. Nothing. So I, I've i got dealer's choice
2: here. So I've, I've actually, hopefully... Next week, I'll be talking about Outer Range because that looks 100% like my shit. Josh Brolin, Western, maybe some sort of cult alien type shit going on. Oh, it looks right. like it's going to be good. Um, excited for that! I think the first few episodes are already out on Prime. Haven't had the chance to watch it because I've been too busy with two late two thousands properties. I've been uh, I've been watching uh, and uh, give you guys kind of a glimpse into into what's going on into my head and the types of properties that I enjoy. Uh, I am watching the newest season of Top Chef, and oh. I am currently in the Denouement of season five of Hunter x Hunter. So, ah. uh, if Will allows me, for one and for two, would you rather hear about a late two thousands cooking competition that I feel is honestly the best cooking television or cooking competition that's ever been released, or uh, a really fantastic show and anime that has already, I guess, kind of ended, but in kind of been left off? I want to
0: hear about Hunter x Hunter personally. Okay. I've watched and, a lot of it. But yeah, that's angry. the thing is that
1: I, I'm also curious about Top Chef because I feel like apart from Great British Bake Off, oh. I've yet to find a solid cooking oh. competition show. Even though, Will, your recommendation last week, Rat in the Kitchen, super fun. Uh, it's just, it's so damn long. Well, we're we're at a 50-50 split here. Well,
2: I
0: don't have any good stuff this week, so you can take oh, okay. my spot and talk about yeah.
2: both. Ah, uh, damn it. I didn't prepare both. I was really hoping we were going to talk about Hunter, Hunter. Uh, Top Chef. Okay, uh, no, I'm just kidding. So Top Chef has been around for a minute. Uh, mm. Late 2000s, uh, uh, like 2006 or something like that. It it, it premiered. But um, I've been thinking back on just reality TV and the types of shows that I've really enjoyed and, and what um, you know made me really enjoy them. And Top Chef is honestly probably number two after Survivor. Uh, Top Chef, I think, is is the best, most well done cooking competition show it's on the bravo network um i think it's the only show i watch on the bravo network uh oh real housewives i've
1: i've seen on the bravo network before that's that's some good fun as well
0: but Bra- bravo i
1: feel bravo. like i'm on the teetering edge of getting into a real housewives franchise so i get it yeah,
0: yeah there's no way sean is gets out of this year without watching Real Housewives.
1: <laughs> 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 i've got some good recommendations of where to start with beverly hills at least so that might be at the end yes
2: but um but with Top Chef, so so if we look at like you know what's its competition, right? We think of Gord, the Gordon Ramsay shows like Hell's Kitchen, Master yeah. Chef, um, and then of course like the shows like Great Great British Baking Competition, um, uh, Chopped, you know stuff like that. With Gordon Ramsay's shows, I feel like the contestants aren't all like Top Chef, like really great cooks. I feel like there's a handful of really good ones, a handful of some that are like. Not so good, but can get there. And then the rest are there for like drama and, you know, to make fools of themselves on TV. And, um, you know, you leave the Hell's Kitchen shows like not really feeling attached to the winner or any of the people who are competing or anything like that, which is totally different from Top Chef because Top Chef, everybody deserves to be there in their own right. Uh, I mean, they're definitely not like top of, you know, they're, they're not out there and owning their own Michelin star. Um, restaurants, but they're working in Michelin star restaurants. They may be James Beard award winners and stuff like that. They all deserve to be there in their own right. They're all really, really great chefs. Uh, so, so the, the meals at the end end up looking so good. Some of them like look way too, like I, I don't know. It's like a culinary experience. It's like fish row on top of a foam or something like that. And people are like, mm, "This is the most delicious thing I've ever eaten." I'm like, how can that be delicious? But um, <laughs> I digress. Each season takes place in a different city. So this this uh, this season is taking place in Houston. So a lot of it is Houston themed. Like, there's a they they really love to draw attention to where they're they're at and and also the influences in the cuisine in their um, their. Their, uh you know different challenges that they do and each episode is really predictable it's it's just a quick fire challenge where they do something like uh Last week, you know, Houston's very inspired by many different African cuisines. They brought a whole bunch of different African ingredients and um, had them, you know, make a dish using those. And it it looked absolutely delicious. And um, I think it's since it doesn't focus on the drama or anything like that, you you, you actually, like, get to know these contestants and and watch them grow throughout the season. So it's always sad when you see them go and stuff like that. But um, one of the best hosts of a reality show, uh, Padma Lakshmi, she is – so great, uh so gracious, but also really hard when you know she needs to be on, on folks who aren't performing. Um it's it's a, a really great show. I definitely recommend you can you can watch literally pick it up anywhere on any season and um and enjoy it. Uh that that's Top Chef. Um
0: any questions? I had no idea Top Chef was so
1: good. <laughs> I'll yeah, watch it is. I, I had no it I knew really it is. I knew before Drag Race became, you know, hit VH1 that Top Chef is winning all of like the reality show Emmys. So, but apart from that, I didn't know it was like that good. Are is it? What's the format like every week?
2: Yeah. So it's you know it starts off with you know, I don't know, 20 or so contestants, probably less than that. Every week, there's a quick fire challenge where it's you win immunity for the week, but you also win like a little prize. It's, Mm. you know, a little competition that, you know, like I said, last one was uh, all African inspired. Of course, Houston has a lot of um, Latin influence as well. So there's been a lot of challenges there. Um, And it's like a, you know, usually you make it on the spot, you got an hour to whip up a delicious dish. And then uh, at night, it's the actual challenge where, you know, you, you make a dish and you give it to all of the judges and they all taste it and pretty much judge it based on, you know, its presentation, its mm. taste and stuff like that. Pretty simple. But, um, you know, sometimes la- last one, unfortunately, was Jurassic World Dominion themed or whatever the new one's called. And Chris Pratt. Oh, yeah, um, they could and they Diplodocus. Well, it, well, it was a dinosaur themed one. And one dude literally took alligator tail and like put it through a smoker and like set it on top of some like foam it it, like it looked crazy but everyone was like oh my god the flavor profiles it's so delicious and uh it's it's so it's so fun to watch um it's they're, they're they're very um talented and and uh everything
1: always looks delicious tyler i'll only watch this show if you can promise me that every person talks like that on the show they don't all the judge. Unfortunately are very fancy they're not cartoon
0: boys. They're
1: not
2: <laughs> snooty at all. Mm. They're all just great. Delightful. Um, <laughs> um, they're all Hisoka. <laughs> yeah. Which brings me to uh the the next late 2000s property you. that I've <laughs> been uh thank you for that, Will. Uh that Will actually put some work in to to get me to watch. Because the thing is, is it's like all the animes I've been watching this year, it's too much content. I've I've spent months watching Hunter Hunter now. Um, there's six seasons out now, and it's kind of left at a uh, is it six or seven? It's so
0: it's not really see It's six arcs. They yeah. didn't divide it up into seasons when they released. It just ran continuously for a couple sure. of years. Um, and it's over. Like it's they've they've basically finaled it with the seventh arc of the manga. Mm-hmm. They might go back and add more. But I think it's pretty wrapped up as the it is. Prea-
2: the creator of it just ran into some problems, right? Just Yeah, he has ba- and-
0: He has back problems, so like he can't draw really well. Mm-hmm. Uh luckily he's married to the lady who made Sailor Moon and she has thrown her ha- her hand in to help him Yeah, uh, that'd be cool. Draw some stuff. But yeah, uh But 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 to take a step back and to
2: just kind of describe the series, uh it's it's a classic shonen. Uh almost to a T, which, which is good. And and I'll get to that, but, uh, it's, it's pretty much the, the overall theme is the power of best friends uh, can get you through anything. So it's got a classic Shonen protagonist, um, named Gon, who's a kid who's out to become a hunter in this pretty much wills best described it as this anime takes place in an RPG, like an RPG game. It's, it's, uh, the the arcs it, it's it's it like just runs like almost speed runs through a shounen anime. It's got the the exam arc and the tournament arc and uh it 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 video game arc the video game
0: arc, <laughs> the, video game arc
2: uh, the Isekai arc that we're literally going through um ants it, it, ants <laughs> uh, yeah that's that's the one that I'm on right now but uh it's it's a uh, it's great it's it's just like there's no real deep deep story to it it's just you know what let's go out there and through best friendship we're just going to be the best people that we can be and um i've really i've really been enjoying it it's introduced some amazing anime villains um including hisoko which we will mention which he looks like he inspired big top burger i feel like just the kind of like Mm. Uh, Not actually, of course. I I don't know if he actually inspired it, but it's... He's a a terrifying clown, man. (laughs) He is a terrifying clown, man. And uh, some of the faces that he makes is, uh, I feel like, a lot akin to the faces that are made in the Big Top Burger series. But... um, a lot of great villains, a lot of great protagonists. Uh our favorite our favorite guy, Will and I's favorite guy, his name is Karapika, and he can shoot chains out of his fingers. And uh, he's got a really great um, revenge arc that um, his family has been killed for their magic red eyes and his clan has and, and he's out for revenge to to kill all the people who killed his family. Uh it's it's great. Like I said, it's like a, a quintessential shonen um fun time. So I definitely recommend checking it out. It's all on Netflix. That's where I've been watching it. Um it's probably on the on uh is it
0: on Crunchy as well? It is. It's on it's it's on everything. It's on I Hulu think. too, I think. It's yeah. on like and I think some of it's on I think some of it's on HBO. It's through through Adult Swim. Oh interesting. Oh, like, interesting. It, it's, right. it's it's on every platform. Jeez the um uh, The the dub's super super good. That's what I've been watching. I think Tyler has been too yeah, uh, it's kind of like a, a good turning point for for showing in anime dubs best, best boy. I, I love Karapika. He's great. He's got chains and he's out for out for blood. Killua, absolute oh, yeah. masterclass character. He's, he he's is the best friend of the best friendship. He is Gary Oak to a T at first. Like you, you, see him walk on. You're like, all right, he's got the opposite color palette as the protagonist. Mm. He's got a little bit of an attitude. He's gonna be the, you know, you bastard. I'm gonna one up you in this challenge. No, he is from episode one. The ride or die, and <laughs> it's it's so refreshing to not see them like f- really fight or like be competitive. They're just they're in it together. Like mm-hmm. when you think he's going to turn, he goes a little internal monologue. He's like, "I'm so glad I met you." And you're like, "That's that's my guy. That's <laughs> so good. Those are those are two friends who are out in a in a basically an open world sandbox fighting fighting monsters. Yep. Love Hunter. So that's that's Hunter. Watch Hunter, Hunter. Hunter, Hunter. Watch Hunter Hunter, Watch Top Chef. To to the same chefs. Yeah. <laughs> Similar Shark and Hunter Hunter where they have to they have to impress, uh, they have to do a cooking competition. Yeah, for there you go. First arc, they have to prepare a wild boar. Tie it back to javelinas. Yeah, tie wow. it back to javelinas. Padma's there. <laughs> Tasting it. <laughs> well, damn.
1: My main segment doesn't segue at all from these. We're going to do it anyways. No,
2: nope, but I'm excited, I'm excited for this. I'm excited for some insider <clears throat>
0: info here. The Hunter so, Hunter soundtrack is exclusive to Record Store Day. Is, uh, that, is that so? It's the Top Chef one. It's a, it's a top shelf picture disc. The Top Chef, Top mm-hmm. Chef picture disc is coming to record stores near you. <laughs> There's only seven. There's Don't only. Line up
1: the day before. Oh man! So I'm going to start this off with a bit of disclaimer for those of you listening who might not know. I work and I manage a record store. Um, I help manage a record store, um, one that is both local, you know, brick and mortar shop, and also an e-commerce store. I've probably mentioned it before. I'm not crazy about mentioning it now because one, I am not sponsored to, I, you know, I care about the company I work for and you know, they, they, you know, don't want to have to bring them into this, but full disclosure, <laughs> I work in the industry. And so I've seen, you know, I think record store day has both brought me into it and is also, you know, it's uh one I've experienced firsthand and one that I'm glad the kind of the public, discourse about it is changing but first from the top (laughs) record store day is not like free donut day it's not like free pancake day (laughs) i have it's not like you go into a record store and you get and you get a free record albeit i'll admit it was inspired by free comic book day in which you know it It was a day to celebrate your local comic book store to get fans of comic books and people curious about comic books to go into their local comic book store and get a free comic book because, you know, it was there to celebrate independent retailers. In a very similar vein, Record Store Day started in 2008 to celebrate local independent record retailers, you know, your local record store on the corner. Um, you know one downtown from you the closest one you have it's an independent record store uh, you, you know that's your neighborhood record store it's uh, something that used to be like a coveted spot um, albeit it used to there used to be several record chains here and there um, but now since you know the rise of big box stores and large retailers the independent record store has become quite a, a treasure in the community And Record Store Day was there to, you know, recognize that and, like, have people get excited to go to the record store in one day and, like, celebrate having a neighborhood record store and a place to shop for new records. And what we'll touch on, (laughs) exclusive records. Record Store Day started initially with the spirit of, and no, it's still this, but it is a day where artists and labels will release exclusive titles reissues uh color variants exclusively only to independent record stores only to sale only to sell on record store day and record store day takes place the third Saturday every April it's typically around Easter um, there's also is it not is it not more than once a year there is uh, now Record Store Day Black Friday. Um, that'll take uh, place mm-hmm. Black Friday, November. The past two years, there have been several Record Store Day drops because of the pandemic. And we don't want you know a bunch of people gathering outside a record store. But now 2022, folks are vaccinated. We're getting back to normal. We're back to two Record Store Days. Um, nature's healing. Record nature's Store Day 2. Truly. Uh, by the time you're listening to this, it's already passed. Sorry to tell you. You missed it. Unless you were in the know, then you probably got what you are looking for, maybe. Um, But Record Store Day, essentially, it became, you know, shorthand RSD. It drove people to record stores to pick up, like, their exclusive, like, releases. Their 10-inches. A lot of, not a lot of, but I have several RSD releases in my collection that I still cherish to this day. Uh, the one that I think of most immediately is this Sufjan Stevens 10-inch that ooh, is one of the most valuable records in my collection. You're, you can't see this, but it is Sufjan Stevens' ooh. Mystery of Love. It's uh, a 10-inch single from his song from Call Me By Your Name as Mystery of Love on Side 1 and Visions of Gideon on Side 2. Um, and we were talking about cannibals earlier. so this Yes, is we were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jeez Louise. Um, but yeah, it is a a. I'm very glad to have it. I haven't really spun it since. I think that was like RSD 2017, 2018. When did that movie come out? Um, yeah, 2018. Um, but here it is. I still cherish it to this day. Um, oof. the thing is, when you make a day or an event all about exclusives and you really hype up the exclusives you're gonna make people forget that the reason they're going to those get those exclusives is to celebrate or you know to patronize their local stores and when you just make it all about like oh we've got this rsd exclusive this year it's a a taylor Swift seven inch um which is the lakes a single from one of her most recent albums um which you could listened to on the album which is still available um yeah baffles me but basically it's people have learned that when record i mean it's a collectible these things are going to be released in limited quantity which means that the value is obviously going to go up The next day when all of them are not available to purchase people are going to be reselling them for even more money than they're worth and so you get a lot of flippers gonna be on pawn stars in the next 10 years it's gonna be on pawn stars it's gonna be on ebay the next day you get a lot of flippers and that really just ruins the fun for everyone when, you know, it's like you wait for hours in a line outside of your favorite record store with other people who love music just as much as you do. And you get in and you've somehow missed the release you're most looking for. That's a bummer. And it's, yeah. it's just the idea of a record store has always been a place in your community where you could go talk with other like-minded people about music, about the bands and artists you love. And Record Store Day has both cultivated that and the fact that you know vinyl sales are booming and they outsold every other physical medium last year and they seem to be on the streak to do it again but RSD has also promoted this this uh culture of just like trophy hunting and just exclusive hunting weaponized it <laughs> yeah it's it's weaponized it to where Uh, folks just get uh, frustrated and unhappy when they learn that the thing that will be worth twice as much the next day they can't get it um and that bites that's no fun as a record store employee it's just it's not fun to see that much passion and vitriol directed towards a place which is meant to be celebrated as a positive and happy spot um And yeah, so basically what my store is doing, what I hope a lot of stores start doing, I don't think we have the influence to, you know, push this movement, but I, we're basically, we're having a huge sale that day on new vinyl and we're having, you know, a a month long sale on all these like, not exclusive titles, but a month long sale on all these like special titles. Um, just to get people excited and to come by the record store and to like celebrate the start of spring and like the record store day season with us because we want to bring we we want to put the record store back in record store day. And I don't really know where I'm supposed to end this, but i I hope that RSD yeah. like kind of sees that one, the lists, the quality of the list, it used to be like, super cool exclusives like reissues that hadn't been seen in years like records that have been pressed for the first time ever like of course people are gonna go crazy about it like that's totally fair like if you're into collecting vinyl and a favorite record of yours that hasn't been pressed because it was released only on cd in the early 90s is now finally on vinyl you're set how exciting but now it's just like oh we found this like you know no offense to the police i have this record in my collection but it's like oh we have these like a, a couple live police recordings from this one tour we're going to release that it's like man yeah the cool but like i hear you i don't know if i wanna did you come
2: with me in uh, to record store day in 2013 i for I, chance. I, I think we went, so we went and waited outside and and little 5 points freaking parquet courts was playing outside yeah uh, i got the the peace and paranoia Album, which was an EP, where Flaming Lips covered two Tame Impala songs, and Tame Impala covered two Flaming Lips songs.
0: Yeah, that is the most Uh, 2013 story. I know, right? (laughs) Isn't it?
2: And I, you know, and and um, I don't want Sean to have to tell the story, and I'm not going to to say what record store this is, but I saw a post on Instagram today (laughs) of of a pretty big of a pretty big record store. in uh, in y'all's area that's that announced that they're only getting in seven of these Taylor Swift albums. And they recommended that folks start lining up to get these the day beforehand. And they said that they were going to rent out security guards to watch over them at night, but also predictably watch over these seven Taylor Swift albums. And I'm like, has it really come to this? Is this what record store day is? It's like... we didn't even. I, I feel like I'm I'm the I'm the guy opening the calendar, and and the wife is like
1: record, you know what that means yeah. by saying that. But it kind of is. We didn't even touch on oh. the fact that like these r- exclusive releases, most of which will just sit on shelves collecting dust for flippers or stores that just can't get them off the shelves. These are holding up pressing plants who are like have more important and more pertinent records that are actually coming out that year they're holding them up even further like similar to what Adele just did with her 500,000 copies of 30 preventing most independent bands and smaller labels of pressing their records for the next year like record store day always like since there are so there's such a limited amount of vinyl and pressing plants R- RSD is just like they take over and they prevent the manufacturing of like, like vinyl's already, it's already back in like the, you know, the national economy of people like collecting and like discovering music. Why do we have to do this anymore? Of just like, oh, we're going to press this one exclusive Poco vinyl that's not based on anything. No offense to Poco, whatever. <laughs> but it's just like, <laughs> Poco's like, hey. it's like, we shouldn't have to like keep. Doing this and like separating the record store from record store day with these exclusives, and that's that's my rant. But, Will, go on, you're gonna tell a story.
0: We've done, I know what record store Sean or Tyler's talking about. Uh, we've you and I have been to free comic book day at that same record store. Mm. Um, and how is that so much better run? (laughs) Because free (laughs) comic day is gets you excited about comics. You walk in, I I understand that comics are probably easier to make than records, but free comic day, you walk in, there's a wall of 25 to 30 comics. They're not like full size. They're probably like 15 pages each, but each one is like, it's like issue 12 of My Hero Academia I picked up. Or like uh, uh, one good, it's it's just an ad. It's to get you in the record store, to get you getting all these free samples of comics. So you'll come back and be like, man, I like that free one I got of this. I want to read more of that. And they had like an artist thing set up where you could buy like local comic artist art and talk to them. And so like, it seems like rather than printing seven Taylor Swifts, like that's going to get seven people in your store. And I think if, well, if it's going to get
2: seven happy people or maybe one happy person who buys all seven and then 90 plus <laughs> pissed off people that Sean's going to have to deal with for the rest of the day.
0: Well, that's so luckily. Why <laughs> wouldn't you print as, as many seven inch picture discs as possible and just hand them out like bank candy yeah. and then do a sale? Because that seems like it would get more people excited about <laughs> records than claw over the Taylor Swift. Making album. it exclusive.
1: Here's the, Two clarifications: One, there are fifteen thousand copies of that Taylor Swift single pressed worldwide. Damn. I don't know not I don't know how that potentially Atlanta's biggest local record store only got seven baffles the mind truly. Two, record store day you know tries to you know tackle flippers and they're like, hey, only one copy per customer, which you know pretty easy to keep to, but still, like, why would? Why is disappointment the accepted thing on a day where you're supposed to be celebrating a good thing? Yeah, That bites.
0: Makes you think. Artificial scarcity. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I understand there's a limited number of plants, but like. Why wouldn't you want to give out as many records as possible as opposed to create mystique around them? That's the thing. is like, Swift does
2: not seem like a true record store ambassador. She she oh, is the sure. first
1: ever global ambassador for Record Store Day. And when that was announced, I had so many Swifties call me and being like, so what are you doing? And I'm like, bro, I don't know. <laughs> That's... <laughs> What are you wearing? This is a completely (laughs) ornamental position. She might release something exclusive, which she has, and there might be some like exclusive Taylor Swift merch, which there is. But like, it's just it gets all not the wrong people, but it gets people caring for the wrong reasons. Is where I'm coming from. Yeah. Uh, And to Will's point, I think you know maybe you know keep pressing, like keep releasing like these cool like. That's the thing, is that exclusive and limited edition vinyl gets released throughout the year. Keep that. That's fine. I want, you know, my one step pressing of fucking, you know, yeses close to the edge someday. I think that'd be a lot of fun to have. That'll sound great. And it's only maybe one of 10,000. Cool. I'll be happy to have it. But like also, all the. Fr- It just like make record stores store day about the records and don't hold up pressing plans who are pressing like pertinent stuff.
0: All the free crap you get an amoeba, you go there, you leave with a tote bag, you leave with stickers, you leave with a a 200 page book on records coming out this this quarter. Like there's so much crap you could give away to get people to also buy a 40 copy of Mother 2 uh, soundtrack.
1: (laughs) yeah. (laughs)
0: So which, did which Amoeba just reopened. Congrats to them.
1: Oh, good Hi, for them. Really? New location? Yeah. New, new location, of course. Very cool. Um so that's that's my my record store day. That's my RSD rant. Uh funny enough, I'm actually not working on record store day. <laughs> it's my one day <laughs> this week. <laughs> <Full> <laughs> uh and <Valor>. nice. So
2: <laughs> Yeah, you have no room to complain then. No,
1: I no, I am glad
2: you brought this, Sean. I I'm was I'm very interested into the you know insider's perspective on these things. And also, Radish doesn't usually have a message. We have a message
1: this episode. We have a message. It's just like, you know. Go
0: to the record store su- every day. Support your local record Not store.
1: Not just records. <laughs> and if you want to support an F- online record F- store because your local record store doesn't have what you're looking for, DM me. I have a source for you. Yay. We ship nationwide, baby. Um. Anyways, for the final segment this week, I, you know completely going in the against the nature of what i just talked about <laughs> i wanted to imagine or you know i wanted i was curious to know what y'all would wait outside a shop for 4 hours at least for like what is something that, that- like something's about to drop something is that you've been wanting forever it doesn't have to be a record it doesn't even have to be a real thing yet but what is something that you'd be like I'm going to, like, Apple, iPhone release style, GameStop style, wait outside for. Or I'm going to that
2: release party. That was a deceivingly tough question, thinking about it. Especially in the age of, you know, to your point, uh, I can order the record online and from your website and have it shipped to my place. And I can listen to it when it gets there. It's Mm -hmm. like the Amazon problem. Like, you can get anything you want delivered to you now. So... You know, I might have to wait an extra day, or in some cases, the same damn day. Um, but I don't have to stand outside for four hours, and the thought of that uh, is tough. It's 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 really tough to to think about. I mean, of course, it's like I'd stand for four hours to wait for one of you guys' airplanes to land if it was delayed, Aww. because I'd love to see you guys. You know, something oh. like that. Uh, that oh. of course I would. That <laughs> of course I would do. I'm talking about like a product or a service or an experience. Uh, tough to think about what I would, uh, you know, just go and stand around for four hours for.
0: Uh PlayStation Two. <laughs> I I think the I think tomorrow, people, I think a lot of people waiting outside for the PlayStation Two would be nostalgic. Uh, we have like a little party, maybe we like, you know, yeah. we watch Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Watch the first guy ever win it uh, on like yeah. a little portable like Game Boy TV. I think. Everyone lining up for a PlayStation Two would be a fun throwback party. Uh, similar note, Beanie Babies. I think <laughs> <All> <laughs> of us. there's a Beanie Baby series coming out on HBO this year, and Ooh. I think that's gonna uh, harken some re- rekindle the Beanie Baby fire. Uh, us tie corporation heads never left. We are gonna right. camp outside a Hallmark uh, come November, and just just nostalgia. I think it's a Pokemon cards. I think that'd be fun.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: The OG NFTs.
1: Beanie Baby. Have squishmallows like taken over sort of that corner of the market for beanie babies? I've never Not fucking like heard, heard of a squishmallow. What's a squishmallow? It's like a large oh, pillow just... type stuffed animal.
0: Yeah, Tyler, oh, your streak's behind
1: here. <laughs> yeah, I, I may have put Tyler on a scary
0: path. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler changes his answer to squishmallows. <laughs> <laughs> the unicorn one, <laughs> yeah, Hallmark's lousy with them. Jesus, Kids, um, Webkins! Them. Now that was something I did once. Mm. You waited outside four hours for Webkins? I did.
2: I did. Oh. Uh, I, I, you walked over there? No. Um, I I thought long and hard about it, and I think that I would wait for four hours for a really, really good slice of pizza. I like, get that if it was cooked by like. You know, if it was if it was one of the best slices of pizza, if I was guaranteed it would be one of the best slices of pizza I've ever had, I might wait four hours for it. I'd wait four hours for Gordon Ramsay to cook me something. Um to to be able to do like that yeah. some sort of, you know, experience. I I think something that would stick with me is is what I would wait for four hours for. Totally. A primate experience. I would wait for four hours for. But it couldn't just be Going in and getting a, get, getting a picture with a, with a gorilla. It would have to be at least two different apes, two different monkeys, and maybe a 40-minute IMAX movie about monkeys. To that like, point... Like,
1: that's <laughs> that's what I would wait four hours for. To that point, I would wait four hours outside just to walk inside and see Tyler walk through a doorway hand-in-hand hand with an orangutan. I have, I have <laughs> tried to think of... Images that would make me happier in this life, and few like c- compare to just seeing Tyler walking hand in hand with either an orangutan or a little capuchin monkey. Or now it would have to a be given. capuchin. The orangutan could kill me. Orangutan, <laughs> but you <laughs> and orangutan so Tyler just similar vibe, man. Like I think y'all would fit. Oh great! Um, I I would wait a long time for that. Uh. I have said it in the past and I still do mean it. When winds of winter gets announced the next book in the series of a song of ice and fire. I know Barnes De noble is probably over this and God help me if I'm in a room with other song of ice and fire fans, but I think a midnight release party would be a lot of fun for that. I, I never got to experience it with Harry Potter uh, or any, you know, of the you know popular books when we were teenagers, but I think winds of winter, I would wait. I might wait for Maybe, mm. um, but but
2: to Will's point, I think that is a good idea like a throwback, yeah, like this is time. what we
0: used to do before we were, yeah, you know portable uh, VCR,
2: yeah <laughs> uh, and, or wait four hours for an unforgettable memory. Yeah. I feel like those
0: are the only two things that no people would wait for anymore. Pokemon Soul silver. I don't know if you follow the Pokemon used market. But oh, per expensive. unit volume, Pokemon Soul Silver is more expensive than actual silver. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez! If I could wait in line at GameStop in 2009, I would wait 11 hours to buy like three copies of Soul Silver and put my kid through college. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> here's the thing: I have the game, I have the box, I don't think I have the Poke Walker still, so it's useless. Oh, <laughs> it's trash. Uh, also, a reason of, like an MSRP GPU. It's like a graphics card because because um, you can't thanks order to, those thanks to cryptocurrency um, I cannot get one of those anymore
1: damn okay that makes
2: sense
0: yeah because uh, why would you why would you sell them to someone who's gonna play games with it when you can sell it to someone who's gonna mine a picture of a monkey
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> and has a bot set up to buy out all the stock
2: I was about to say well their money's still green but to be honest their money's not no it's, no it's in the ether, <laughs>
0: whatever color Ethereum is, yeah, yeah. Uh, shiny.
1: I also had since you know it's it's my line of work. I had music written down. These are titles that I've been pressed once before, but never since, and they are on my uh, high list. And if if some store, if my store, or you know whatever was just like, hey, we're getting more of these in, and they're only going to be available like they'll be available while supplies last today. I would wait outside for the Neutral Milk Hotel box set. Um that was released I want to say 2010 2011. I yeah, uh, that is one of my most coveted box sets. Um it's got just every Neutral Milk Hotel recorded piece of music and I there are a lot of singles on there that I would love to have. Um also William Basinski's Disintegration Loops. Those got reissued at some point in the past decade and have yet to be. And now I think they're worth $700 or $800. And I would love despite them being looping uh, tape loops looping for an hour uh, I would love to have them on vinyl. Those are are precious uh, pieces of music to me. If they brought back public shaming, I think (laughs) I might wait
2: around for four hours to get like a good spot to throw a tomato. Um, Oh
1: that's
0: then, not a bad idea, Tyler. Tyler in in Dallas in 1972, just up on the knoll <laughs> with a tomato. <laughs> oh, I think I threw that one a little too hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she
1: got some on her dress. Oh no,
0: <laughs> Tyler! Tyler overhanded the tomato through JFK's skull. Oh, Oh, no.
2: (laughs) (laughs) This is going to be hilarious.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He'll get it. Okay, Tyler. So that's a good place to end it. Tyler. Seven months later, I'm gonna make amends. Or no, was it five years later? I'm gonna make amends with his r- brother Robert. I'll meet him at a hotel. <laughs> <laughs> he oh, no! Really get it this time?
0: <laughs> oh jeez. Let me oh, let I,
2: me take off my arm weights. <laughs> <laughs> yep.
0: Tyler Rockley's a tomato. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh jeez! use red well folks that's gonna be it for the first 200 episodes of radish uh, what'll happen in the Damn. next 200 episodes absolution who we're knows we're the same <laughs> Will's grimacing <laughs> he's thinking about it he's looks... am gonna grimace <laughs> we're halfway through
2: our contract <laughs>
1: our unpaid unsigned contrast contract uh, contract. Mm -hmm. in any case uh thank you for listening i've been sean the pontificator good god next week i promise i'll talk about some stupid shit like the new king gizzard album actually um yeah
0: boy oh yeah we're two days out
1: yeah uh, ooh, the new single they released today real fun i'm excited for it oh oh boy gotta go listen now um in any case you can find me on twitter at that sean barry and sean and barry everywhere else
0: um will you can find me at will from online online
2: mm-hmm. um i'm tyler you can find me online at tyler from radish you can find the podcast online at radish pod Uh, as well as our network at Net, You can join our Discord at IndieSaurus.com slash Discord. Um, Got a quick tournament of champions for you guys today. Oh, boy. It's a a non-traditional one. And we're bringing Machine Gun Kelly back. Oh, boy. Not as a contestant, but as um, a part of this challenge within this tournament, I'll call it. So we're going to have four contestants. We have... um, uh, I asked Will, and I forgot the name of the person already. Um, there's a wrestler who's, who's known for punching, right? You're not known, known I, for punching.
0: You ask who's a wrestler with good punches who's fast. Good punches I, who's I, fast. I said CM Punk, I think. As a, as a, CM a, Punk. A, he's got a brawler so, style. He's quick. He's famous got, enough to be the tournament of champions.
2: Yep. We've got CM Punk. We've got a pistol shrimp. We've got a Hitmonchan. And uh, mm-hmm. we have Star Platinum from JoJo. Oh. Who is going to be the first person to punch Machine Gun Kelly in the chest 67 times, effectively knocking him out?
0: I got to go pistol with star- Pistol Shrimp? Got a lot of legs. Got a
1: lot of legs? Yeah. There's a reason why he's called that and not anyone else.
2: You know, it's not a he. It's, it's, it's like an actual organism. No, I know. The Pistol Shrimp.
1: Okay, cool. That's the only one I know of. Good. I can't defend... That's the only shrimp monk. you know of?
0: That's the only shrimp I know of? Star Platinum before or after Egypt?
2: Oh, I didn't know that was... Let's just go... Um, uh, ju-
0: Golden Wind. That's
2: Absolutely. After.
0: Because here's the thing. He can stop time for two seconds.
2: Oh, oh I forgot he can stop time. That's a good point. No no stopping time. Just blah, 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 whatever he says when he yeah, does it. it. Um, yeah. Oh, it's that guy.
0: Yeah, he's the yeah. big purple punch guy. All four things known for punching fast. I think Star Platinum's faster than Hitman Chan.
1: I, I think they're so.
0: both faster than CM Punk. I Unfortunately. Don't know how the, I don't know how the pistol shrimp enters the mix. <laughs>
1: This is, <laughs> I think I think you're right, Will. I think pistol shrimp is like good for one good pow, uh, but <laughs> it, it, I, don't do, uh, Kelly, he I don't think it could do. Kelly goes flying. I don't think I could do a pow pow. Uh, yeah, star platinum. Times. I'm gonna take star platinum too, Tyler.
0: All right, good job, star platinum. Even without stopping time for one or two seconds max.
1: Y'all just had yeah. to tell me it was the do 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 guy.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's the you're approaching me. (laughs) Ah. All
1: right, cool. I'd love to see
0: that happen. All right, (laughs) Adam on the bracket. (laughs) Let's let's set it up. Ever (laughs) growing bracket. The ball is in your court.
1: (laughs) The javelina is in your car, Tyler. Bye, Bye, everyone.